0: Enjoy the convenience of 7 days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Here we go. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson, brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slims serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot.
1: So, Coach, were you uh, – we were a little bit slow getting to you. Were you watching the first <laughs> half of the Missouri Ole Miss game as that was in? Yeah. Are, are, wa- uh, are you watching the SEC tournament? Actually,
2: he's I watching had, the Big East. He's wanting to check uh, out Mike Anderson. Uh, Mike Anderson. Oh, the St. Big East, they,
3: they, they're on. I haven't checked out either one. to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because when Arkansas was playing in the SEC tournament – usually didn't go on the first day and watch them did you 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 just got arkansas ready for its games
3: there you go that's uh that's the thing that i missed the most is being getting ready for tournament time tournament time was a lot a lot of fun for me i i enjoyed with you you know want and go want to go either either way either up or down because you you're going somewhere Coach,
4: uh, I, I watch a lot of YouTube stuff, and, and I watch obviously a lot of sports stuff. And I've been uh, running across stuff where coaches get tossed out of a game. Uh, did you believe uh, if you were going to get teed up, you got your money's worth? <laughs>
3: you know, surprise, guys. You know, I, I didn't plan. I didn't. I never planned on technical. Never planned it. It, it happened. Uh, it, sometimes, uh, you know, it. it, it my background dictated the way that I felt about sometimes fish and and, and and I think it got the best of me at times. Uh, not that I was happy. You know, I, I'd be very upset with myself because then I'm letting my team down by giving them two points, and I wasn't able to score two to help.
4: <laughs> I, heard, so, uh, I heard Norm Stewart tell a story to the uh, tip-off club here one year. He, he said he asked an official, said, can you, can you give me a, a technical for what I'm thinking? He said, Well no, coach, I can't. He said, No, let me ask you, can you give me a techno for what I'm thinking? And the guy says no. He said, Well, I think you're an SOB. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he got a T. He <laughs> got a T. <laughs> oh
1: goodness.
3: Wow. Uh, so coach, what, what yeah, this that's is... worse than Billy Tubbs. Billy Tubbs told me officials. You know, out no matter to the fans, no matter how bad these guys are. uh, He did that on the PA. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And he wondered why he got (laughs) attacked.
1: He's lucky he didn't get tossed for that. So what? What's your when you think about the SEC tournament? What's one of your favorite
3: memories? Oh, you know, I I think I enjoy the fact that the fans are are seem to have their vacations and everything planned around that. You know, in Dallas or in Alabama, wherever we went, you know, you you had such a uh, such a following, uh, and to watch them and to see them hoping and wishing and praying and 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 and, and feeling a part of something very big, it was something that you, you have to be there to, to see it to believe it. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that part of it.
1: And it's kind of like if you win a game, boy, the post-game meal is so much better, right? And you also know you're going to get to stay another night.
3: Absolutely. You know, that's that the, the most important game that will ever be played is that first game. You've got to get past it. And the best teams don't always win.
1: So is that always what Eric Mussel – you think that's what Eric Musselman's thinking right now? LSU is the game. If you, if you can win that game, then you just stay and take it from there.
3: Uh, you, the the game would be against LSU. You well, say? I'm
1: I'm sorry. LSU will play the winner of Missouri, Ole Miss. So I made an assumption there. I apologize. Yes, you, you can't did. ever you can't ever do that. <laughs> I know. So okay, so you're gonna play one of those three. All right, you coach. Still I'm assuming too, one, though. Right?
3: Well, I, I I'm not assuming, <laughs> right? Uh, but but the possibility, what you assume, is certainly there.
4: Yeah. Nolan, do you and Mike Anderson talk much? Every day. That's wonderful. And
3: it, it's not, you know, it's every day. It, it's about it could be about anything. It, it's not all about basketball. I mean, you know, you know, his daughter just playing very well overseas uh seems to be some of the tapes are, or video of her playing. Uh, we may comment on that uh, and watch some of the, the guys that have played in the NBA of uh, his team. You know, he's got a few of them up there and uh, talk about that. It's, there's several other conversations that goes on. Uh, as tough as it is, it is uh, Mike and them lost uh, a very close hand to them a, a week ago. And so it's a, it's, it's pretty, it's, you know, it's more like a family affair. With me and Brother Mike, it's been around me for so long that uh, he, he hasn't gotten very far from having contact or communications with me at all.
1: He's pretty far mileage wise. What, what does he tell you it's like living in New York City or that New York City area, particularly during the last couple of years there?
3: Well, I don't think he liked the fact that the, when he got there, that COVID was really, you know, it started banging. And that was scary. And, and I'm sure uh, I, I, with Mike, it's all about the game of basketball. But then you get to the wife of Marshita. She, sure. she likes to go to shows and, and, and go and use some of the great adventures that they have in New York that, that she's never had a chance to do anywhere else. And so, but that put a damper on it. I just look at them as a a job that that moved from one area to another, and then eventually the question would be how long are you going to coach and where are you going to end up living? I guess that would be the only thing that would go through, um, in my mind.
1: I'll bet they they don't end up in New York City when his career is over. (laughs) What do you think?
3: I don't don't think so. I I think you're right about that. I I think – The part of being there, coaching there, playing there and and stay as long as you get, I guess but uh, when it's over, it's over move on and I I think he will. I I really think he would move on
1: Okay, so Arkansas loses Adis Tony before the Tennessee game, we don't know if he's going to play in the SEC tournament or not were you ever in a position where you went into the postseason not knowing if one of your best players was going to play and how did you adjust if that did happen?
3: Well that, that's a hard thing, you know, going into the tournament not knowing that your best player not going to play. I mean, that's you know, that's that's a that's the downer to begin with. And, and and I think it's more important to try to build whoever you feel that's going to have to fill some spots. And you miss the guys who are on the floor that that you know, it's not so much the guy that you bring in for the player, but the rest of you if you gave me 10%, now you need to give 20. You got to double your duties because we've lost the duty of one of our uh, people, and and that's that's all you can hope for is that uh, the ball goes in the hole a lot more frequently from the outside or jump shots, you know, and it, it, that's why in my case, I, we had fairly good shooting teams, and and you know when one wasn't doing it well, somebody else stepped into it, and when all was doing well, we were really good. It's like hitting on all cylinders. So when, you, when your car have missing some something, one of the spark plugs is not out there, but when you clean that spark plug and put it in back in there with something else, it starts moving like an engine. And that's that's kind of the way I look at the game. We've got to try to uh, double up when we lose someone. By the
2: way, Missouri is starting to pull away from Ole Miss. With 15-14 left to play in the game, 45-34 in favor of the Missouri Tigers. If you have a question or comment for Coach Richardson, 501-661-1037. 501-661-1037.
0: Coach, I always
2: love the story that you tell about going to tournament time you always made sure you packed enough clothes. I always purposely underpacked because I love to go shopping. I love to go looking for new stuff, uh, but I didn't have the responsibilities that you had, so uh, it afforded me a few opportunities
3: uh, to be able to go I, out. I'm the opposite. I don't. I don't really care to go shopping. I kind of, matter of fact. Most of my clothes was bought by Rose. <laughs> you tell me what kind of suit I like. I say, I like that kind of suit right there. And, and then end up, I have that suit. Or, or of course, the only thing that I usually pick out was my boots because they, they're special. And uh, uh, I, I, I made sure I got those. Intent. But uh, for going shopping, and uh, no, I, I take we if we had – four games to play. The game was the year we won it. Normally, I took three suits because it usually it was three games. But uh, when they added that fourth game that year we had to play in it, it might have been the best thing ever happened to us because so we won the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I had four suits, I guarantee you that. <laughs>
4: uh, Coach, <laughs> guys are their wives about how many pairs of shoes they have, how many pairs of boots you have.
3: Well, you know, it's a surprise. <laughs> I, at one point, I had about 60 pairs. Wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> still got, still got my all-time favorites kind of boots that I kept. I gave quite a few of them away over the years, uh, but uh, probably still have somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty, thirty, twenty-five pairs of
1: boots. Wow! So,
3: when so coach, first- was there
2: one pair? Was there one lucky, the lucky lucky pair? You thought them as your lucky, your good luck pair of boots, your go-to pair of boots.
3: No I didn't want that because then there's all the adult, <laughs> <laughs> then you stop you know you, you wear the same boots a few times and you know and I'm, I'm saying no nah, I don't I want them all to be my lucky lucky boots you know so <laughs> yeah. I know that maybe I wanted these boots tonight but uh, I didn't I didn't harp on that because I, I never wanted to to cheat my boots of having an opportunity to be seen on the floor. That's you remember like
2: the it. pair of boots, coach, you had on in Charlotte? Do you remember that pair?
3: I sure do. <laughs> uh, I remember the suits. I remember the,
2: shoes,
3: uh, of course. Uh, I don't think I'd ever wear them again. <laughs> well, uh, they they may not be. They may be one of the things that when I leave this good earth, they go to auction at all. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: I was gonna say I'll bet. Yeah, never him. know. I'll bet if the boots you still have you still got those the boots yeah if the boots you still got I'll bet you still got the pair that you won
3: that we were wearing the, the national championship oh in. yeah yeah I still got those uh-huh I've got those uh, I'm not a sight I got every, every I got a, i got a pair of boots of every place I was at and that, that, that was able to win something um uh, you know including Tulsa uh uh Jake junior college I was boots at times. So, I, yeah, I had a variety of them, and I still have a variety, I think, of them. Don't wear them <laughs> nice. as much as I did before. That is so cool. All right, let's
2: talk to David. David, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson.
5: Yes, I do. Uh, one thing, earlier he was talking about a referee. I had a coach one night. I was a referee, and he told me, and he says, C- you're going to have to throw me out of the game. And I said, Coach, as bad as this game is, if i got to say, you got to say. But <laughs> my, question, my question is, Coach, I've been a long-time Razorback fan. I go back to Lanny Van Eman. I've I've gone that far back. And I love your style of play. I was nuts about it. And my thing is, if Mike Anderson should have gotten the job when you left, if he had of I don't think our basketball team would have ever gone down like it did. What do you think about that? I'm gonna hang up and listen and you guys I love your show. Bye
3: bye. Thank,
2: Thank you. you, David.
3: What would you what'd you call my man that the, the referee that, that <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who was doing that talking boy and he was absolutely right about whatever he had to say. There was there was a there was a uh, you know, with, it's hard to answer the, the question of if if they had hired Mike when I left. I, I, I my greatest wish would have been that. Uh, and sometimes you get, you know, we had to me. I was uh, concerned about the. I, I I had one time had a tremendous recruiting class that year. Yeah. You know, when I got Iguodala, and I had JJ. I had two six five six 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 seven guards coming. I could shoot and play. Uh, I think Mike could have kept all those kids. About, about five or six of them went where he went to UAB. Or, yeah. Uh, a couple of them didn't play or pan out, and then the kids uh, that we had played, was end up being one of the best players. Uh, Mookie. Uh, was, and they had. He had a, a funny nickname. Uh, I, I can't think of his name right offhand, but he he was turn out to be a heck of a player. And and I was I was really excited about that, that group. I, I thought that group that was coming in the, that year was going to be one of my best recruiting class athletically. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys who athletes, 6'6", six, 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 my kind of guys. You're not, you don't have to be no 7'1", 6'11", and all that to win a championship if you play the style of basketball that you play. And that's what it is. Official were just saying we we were a different style of play, and that that created a problem. I think more and more watching teams play, they they're getting nothing down the floor. I mean, they didn't used to. They didn't. There was not a game like that. I mean, matter of fact, if I'm watching a game and they're walking it down and it becomes my offense against your defense, I'm I'm going to sleep pretty soon <laughs> because that's that, You know, I, I thought basketball was a game to entertain but you have to win while entertaining. And uh, and I enjoyed the entertainment of the style of play. That means you get knackered constantly. So uh, you're right. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I don't know if Mike could have taken that group and did something really special with. But I know that I thought I could have.
1: You know, the thing about it is, Coach, things turn out the way they're supposed to turn out. And as it was, Mike had great success at UAB, and at Missouri and probably um, came to Arkansas at a time when the program was a little bit more down than when you left which gave him a chance to maybe improve it and he definitely left it a lot better than he than it was when he came and you got
3: Denise, uh, I I absolutely agree with you and that's why I it it's it's difficult for
0: me or anyone
3: to say if you had done this this would have happened yeah yeah if. You know, if Frank hadn't hired me, well, I would be here. So, it, I mean, you—if you, anywhere you want to use it—and yeah. it, it, it didn't always work out.
2: Exactly. Rick was talking. To,
1: go ahead. No, go ahead, Randy.
2: No, I. You. Rick was talking a moment ago, Coach, about uh, a player like Adise Tony, who's gone down for Arkansas, and. As I, st- I stated earlier in the program, I'd be surprised if he played down in Tampa, but coach from from a and you you said the guy that normally played 10 percent, he's gonna have to play 20 percent. Uh, does that in your mind though? Does that change your rotation at all? Because but now you were you were famous for calling upon a player, and and even starting the player, Ken Biley, We've talked about that before. Uh, was a player that you started in the national championship game that you know totally surprised everybody, and Ken had a very positive impact upon that game. Uh, but does that impact your rotation when you have one of your starters go down, and now you're got to try to piecemeal it together going into the next
3: game? Well, that that to me is what basketball is all about. It's all it, it's how you. Coach with what has happened. Whether or not okay, it's a foul hold, out of the hold, game
1: or not. Hold your thought. The music's playing. So hold you your thought. We'll, we'll come back with we'll this one when we come back from the break. Okay. Hang on, coach.
2: All right. This is Rollin' with Nolan. Thanks again to Slim Chickens. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Back after this timeout.
0: The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I I want to ask for permission because I I interrupt. You know, I don't interrupt you as much as I used to, but I did just (laughs) then, so I'm sorry about that. But it's a worthwhile reason to because uh, Coach Richardson is still uh, involved in helping kids and families all over the state of Arkansas. He's done that for years since he was head coach through the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation certainly named after his daughter who passed away during Nolan's second year, died of leukemia, and he has been raising money to help kids, not just with health problems, but all kinds of difficulties through the years. And if you'd like to give, and we hope, and again, we, we had a great day last Friday through the Make-A-Wish Foundation with a lot of money given, and I'm not, we're certainly not asking for anything like that, but uh, if you've got some disposable income and you'd like to give to something that's really worthwhile, you can go right online to give GiveToYvonne.com, give to yvonne.com, or if you'd like to send a check the old-fashioned way, you can send it to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation. And here's the address. It is 4057 North Hugh Mount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T, Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704, we give that address every week, and we will tell you that Coach Richardson is going to be with us through, I guess, the first uh, Wednesday in April as we talk about basketball. So I really hope that during this next month um, we'll have some pleasant reports from Coach on Wednesday saying, wow, it was a good week of donations to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Anything I should add to that, Coach?
3: You can it all, Rick. That was great. Uh, as I said before, we we appreciate all the help that we can get. And so uh, you you hit the nail on the head.
1: Very good. Okay, so you were asked right before the break about how you adjust your rotation
3: if you've got a okay. player
1: that can't play in a tournament.
3: Well, you know first of all, the adjustments I'm, I'm just I only can speak how I would operate and I've always tried to operate that way. Every practice that we ever had was it was supposed to be a working practice. And when it was game time, I would always ask our players, I don't care if you give me two of the hardest minutes you got or five of the hardest minutes you got or seven of the hardest minutes you got. That's important to me. You're giving me and the team the hardest part of the game. And so if when somebody goes down, you can't say that." Well, I, I, I haven't played a lot. I haven't played enough, or well, I haven't huh. played. I play players, and if you, if I recruit you and you come sit on that, you are going to play, <laughs> provided yeah. you are. In other words, I don't have to worry about. Oh, uh, in Wiley's case, I worry about Wiley mixing in with the rest of them because he does it every single day, and I, I'm just a preacher of habits habit like humans are if you do something day in and day out and day in and day out one missing chain doesn't stop the chain from being strong you just grow tighter and because you know that when your turn comes minutes that you're going to play those minutes are because you're playing good the longer you play good the longer minutes you get to play so in reality you control your own time of playing. So if, if somebody goes down and you step in that spot and you go to work, that guy that's coming back, he's gonna have to step it up two more steps because you you you've already gained more ground than you can expect. But the important thing is that having everybody ready to play. It doesn't matter who's gonna be in the game, just everybody be ready to play. I think that's the important thing. Of course, that's my team because I played 10, 11, mm-hmm. 9 at least. I knew there were 9 or 10s going to play every night.
1: In this case, for Arkansas, some guys that have maybe haven't played as many minutes are going to have to play. And right. By, by your philosophy, that's what well, they've been practicing every day. They ought to be ready to play,
3: shouldn't they? That's the way. That's how I look at it. I don't say everybody look at it that way. Because, <laughs> you know, why do you practice that's the reason you go to practice, get yourself prepared. Preparation prevents poor performances or right, you got to prepare yourself. And that's, that's how we prepare. You know, uh, I'm not, not asking you for, I'm asking you for 10 more percentage points than you. If you gave me 10, I'm one point. If you gave me 50, I'd double. Everything is double. If you give me a hundred, you know, <laughs> whatever you can give more than what, because the kid that left me was a tenant or a fiver. You might come in and give me five plus 15 more percent better because you are, you're ready to play.
5: Are we, are go, you don't always
3: oh, win, no. but you, you, you're always ready to win.
1: So a week ago tonight, after we had you on the air, uh, we saw Arkansas play LSU. And again, I know you can't say it's for sure LSU, but – uh, that was last Wednesday. It was a heck of a game. Arkansas wins by one when it looked like they had no chance with a couple minutes to go. Uh, what do you, What would you, as a coach, what would you take out of that game if you had to turn around and play LSU again?
3: Well, the, the, the good part is that we was able to win. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a, a good omen. In other words, you're never out of a game. Never out of a game. And it's not only that I take just I, I, I use that to make them understand that, you know, you might be in the coffin, but you're not dead. <laughs> 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 you know, there's, there's a big difference, you know. When you're gone and it's over, but the fat lady starts to singing now, you know, it's over. But But if she's humming, she ain't singing. You still got a chance, and I thought that's what was happening. The, the fat lady started humming pretty loud, but uh, you were able to, to, to survive it. And she was able to, when she finished her song, you were you were ahead, you were out of there. You know that's that's how I see uh, what you the question you asked me.
1: Yeah, of course. The following uh, game, Arkansas got down by 24, and actually. Right. Had the ball down two late in the game. That was a. They didn't win the game, but that was a pretty remarkable comeback. Uh, comeback, do you think? Well, that,
3: that's that's the that's what the, my that was my point. Mm-hmm. The, the games that you can use, you know. Hey, we were, you know, this game is over. They they got a seat. Uh, the same thing when we played Texas and Lee made their hits a three to tie it up. Uh, the game was. You know, we were we were supposed to be have have dirt shoveled on our face, but it didn't happen, and and it made us a better team. Uh, knowing that, hey, it's hard to beat us. We don't beat ourselves. That's the most important thing. You don't beat yourself. Somebody's got to beat you. And 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 to me, that's the, the Arkansas getting down that much didn't really bothered me any help because you can come with a three point line. You got kids like say will go off on you, and and a, 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 a beat, Davis will start hitting shots. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's 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 something that uh, they're not. You're never out of a ball game when you got some guys that can hit shots and can cover people. The, then you're really not out. Of it. So. The defense picked up, the offense got going, and before you know it, they're back in the basketball game, and and doing all this time. LSU is beginning to, or, or or when you know they're they're beginning to wonder if if they can win. And now you now you're back in the driver's seat again,
0: Coach. This is
2: the perfect time, I think, to. Uh, Make this plea as well, and this is not going to cost anybody money except for maybe postage. That's all it's going to take and a little bit of your time. This young man has type 1 diabetes. It's his one-year anniversary of his diagnosis. It's coming up on May the 29th. Now, his mom and dad are trying to get him 1,400 and sixty cards now the reason why that is significant fourteen hundred and sixty is the amount of insulin shots he has to get in a year's time wow. to live that's four a day and that doesn't account the number of times his finger gets poked and that can be up to 11 times a day and i've had my finger oh my poked. Before. i don't like that um oh, man. Now, he doesn't realize this, that his mom and dad are doing this. He is a tremendous hog fan. He was hoping to see, the, the dad mom was hoping to see, if some of their hog fans, and maybe even some former players, could send him a little greeting card for encouragement. Now, got you can only imagine it's pretty tough on an 8-year-old. So, any help that you can give is very much appreciated. Mail to Jerry Lane, that is J-E-R-R-Y Lane, L-A-N-E, 171 Baker Road, Searcy, Arkansas, 72143. Now, he did not. The father did not include the young man's name, and I apologize for that. I just don't have it. I'll see if I can't get that because uh, I certainly want to do this a couple of more times over the course of the next couple of days. We, we, we need to
4: hang on to that, Randy, and get in on all our shows. We need this young man to yeah. get
2: bombarded. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 1,460 insulin shots mm. a year, God, four great. day, mm. in order to live. So Goodness. let's do our part. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to send this young man a card of giving encouragement. That is his parent is Jerry Lane, one seventy one Baker Road, Searcy, Arkansas, seven two one four three. Coach, thank you so much for giving me that privilege, that opportunity. To you, introduce you say your that.
3: Man. You say seven. You say seven three. Give me that seven three
2: one. 72143 it is 171 baker road searcy arkansas 72143
4: cigar republic invites you to embrace
1: march madness here with us with 10 tvs in our main lounge three in our new billiards room and three on our new patio we have every game every day at cigar republic Mobile sports wagering will soon be live on the Bet Saracen app from anywhere in Arkansas on your phone or other devices. Go to betsaracen.com for details. That's betsaracen.com.
5: Did you miss it live or just want to hear it again? Not to worry. All your favorite shows from 1037 The Buzz are available at 1037thebuzz.com and wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: When you do something for over 40 years, you get really good at it. Like Helen here. She's been knitting for over 40 years. Using her needles and yarn, she can knit a working moped, a Civil War era cannon, even a life-size version of the Arc de Triomphe. bon. Amazing stitch, Helen. We're a lot like Helen knitting, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting you and your business for over 40 years. Ah, today is the day I set out for my adventure. Dalton, what are you doing?
4: I'm going out to find the number one thing everybody is searching for. And that is? (laughs) A low mileage, reliable, pre-owned vehicle. Dalton,
5: we have them right here in Jacksonville.
4: Wait. What? Yes, Red River pre has hundreds of
5: low-mileage pre-owned vehicles still in factory warranty. Folks, Red River Pre-Owned makes it fast and easy so you can do better things with your adventure time.
0: Check us out at redriverpreowned.com. Do you ever get hungry? Like real, real hungry? Pin there. The Hungry Meal at Slim Chickens was made for hearty appetites, featuring seven hand-breaded chicken tenders, Texas toast, house sauces, and a southern side. And if you can't decide between tenders and wings, try the 5 and 5 meal. With five perfectly fried chicken wings and five of our tasty tenders. Served with Texas toast, house sauces, and a southern side. Once you're hungry gone, get Slim Chickens. Fresh, delicious chicken. Hey everybody, it's Vic Stauffer, the voice of Oakland Racing Casino Resort. Picking long winners at the races is easy. Finding a car dealership you can trust? Not so much. But now I've found a sure thing winner, the Fletcher Automotive Group. Champion horse owner Frank Fletcher and his knowledgeable, caring staff will put you in the car buying winner circle. You'll get a great deal and outstanding customer service at any one of our 10 dealerships in Arkansas and Missouri. Fletcher Automotive Group features Dodge, Honda, Hyundai, Ford, Chrysler Jeep, Nissan, Toyota, and Subaru. So rock it over to one of our luxurious showrooms and check us out online at FletcherAuto.com. You'll cash a sure thing winner when you pick the Fletcher Automotive Group. You'll get a great deal and outstanding customer service. So this is Vic Stoffer saying be straight and strong and log on to FletcherAuto.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports live from the Eat My Catfish studios where the only thing hotter than our gumbo is the board. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: You know, you've heard this song, Almost Heaven, West Virginia, and then there was the one by John Denver, Rocky Mountain High. I got to tell you, I was on top of the mountaintop plus more. I have never had, I mean, never, ever, ever, never, never, never have had a better steak then a steak, in what we had the other night, Carrie, myself, and the Lotles went out to dinner. We were going from there on to the PBR uh, over at um, Simmons Arena, but oh my goodness, the Riverfront Steakhouse—they have a fillet that just simply melts in your mouth. Now they they have a unique process, and I'll try to be quick with it. Uh, They use a mixture of salt and pepper, and they place the steak into an infrared oven, and then just right before the steak is completed, the chef places a high-quality butter chunk on the steak and then places it back in the 400-degree oven. The butter melts and the salt and the pepper goes to the bottom of the plate. And then when you cut into it and you take that first bite, you're going to say this is heaven. Yeah. And then they gave me uh a baked potato that would fit it wouldn't even fit in one of Nolan's boots. It's too big. I mean it is humongous. It is the biggest baked potato I think I've ever I've ever experienced. But if you haven't tried a steak at Riverfront Steakhouse, I'm just going to say, take my word for it. Take Raymond's word for it. Take Steve Lytle's word for it. I mean, there's a lot of folks you can take their word for it. They're going to simply say, this is the best. Oh, by the way, get that with the, uh, the three shrimp. You can't beat it. Call for a reservation today. Now, they're open for dinner Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Reservations are recommended. Call 501-371-9000. And as for Chip, by the way, he's the best waiter that's ever in the history of mankind.
4: Randy, oh, I was there. laughing because I never drooled over a microphone before. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, my,
2: my goodness.
5: Lord. It Randy, is like that Hush
2: Puppies, you know, You and, and you get the melted butter at the catfish hole up in Fayetteville. Oh, my goodness, Raymond. And and I've always been the one. I have always been the one, and Carrie said she would shoot me with a double barrel shotgun if I asked for like Worcestershire sauce.
4: Oh no, you can't. Put I that didn't on want it. it. You, you can't put that on I a good steak. I didn't need it. No, you can't put that on a good Gee, steak. That's right. No, heavens no,
2: and uh, never will you want it uh, if you get a steak from the Riverfront Steakhouse. That's just that good.
1: Gee, Coach, so, uh, I, I, I don't know how that affects your thoughts <laughs> about the SEC tournament, but uh, listening to all that. But one thing about it is when you go to these tournaments and on the road, sometimes players get some nice meals that they don't always get at home, don't they? Well,
3: Dream was just talking about that. I was. I just finished eating. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> you just finished
1: and you're hungry again. <laughs> you come
2: on down. I'll take you to <laughs> the riverfront. You and I can have another
3: steak. How about hey, that? Hey, I guarantee you, boy. That's tempting as heck.
4: You <laughs> know, get your flight out of here in the next five minutes for that. <laughs> Did you know Frank Fletcher fly one up to you, Nolan? There you go. You know, uh, Nolan, you know,
1: that's one of the perks I know that uh, people don't think about so often. But college athletes get to stay at nice hotels. They get to eat nice meals when they go on the road. And actually, that's part of the education process, isn't it? They get to experience some pretty nice
3: things. Yeah. Uh, and you're absolutely right. We we at the finest places, uh, sleep at the nicest hotels. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, a lot of times, a young man say, "I like to do this when I'm not playing basketball." <laughs> well, you have to work, son.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to pay for it. <laughs>
3: yes, it's go. better when
1: somebody else pays for it. Yeah, in, in,
4: in Dallas, y'all didn't stay at the Motel Six; y'all stayed at Anatole.
1: Yeah, that's right. Stayed at good hotels. Yeah, that's a great place too, by the way. All right, let's check in with Johnny. We
2: got
5: a couple of callers here, guys. Okay, real good. Quick.
2: Let's get all right. Let's get to you for Coach Johnny. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson?
5: Yes, sir. Thank you, uh, Randy. yeah Hey, hey can y'all, you hear got from me, Johnny? y'all got me Y'all got Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Y'all yeah, got me hungry, too. I hope the little man, uh, you talking about somebody tough, uh, Randy. That little guy, I hope he reaches his goal because he's tough as nails. The guy you, the, little, the little guy you was telling us about. Oh,
1: absolutely. So, uh, absolutely.
5: Yeah, yes, sir. He, he, he's tough as nails. But, uh, Coach Richardson, I, I just want to thank you again. I called about two months ago, and uh, yeah, I, I think the audio wasn't as good as it is now. I just want to thank you, uh, thank you for giving us the Razorback Nation the opportunity to to experience a national championship. But, uh, 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 Coach, did you have an eye for shooters, a knack for shooters? Because man, I'm back you kept your you kept some pure shooters on all your teams. I just want to know who who recruited your shooters. And don't, I'm not leaving out Pat Bradley, Todd Day, Mayday. Uh, Dealer. I mean, I, the list just goes on and on, Coach. And when you came to Pine Bluff, Arkansas, I came and watched you uh, watch the games all the time. And uh, I remember William Mills. Boy, I never heard you talk about him, but boy, was he a basketball player! And one more thing, Coach, you, that class when you left, you did have a big guy along with Igadawa. I forget his name, Rick. Rick, you got the best memory in the world. It was a it was a 6'11 guy. He didn't make it on the campus. What was his name, Rick?
1: That didn't make it. I, I don't. Coach. Uh, we know so. Kareem.
5: No, no. He was a six eleven. Uh, uh, he yeah, played in the NBA.
2: A, I think there was a young man by the name of Kareem that was that was right at six eleven. No, no,
5: no, Randy. He, no, uh, no. he played. He's uh, talking, talking
2: about. I, think, uh, I know you're thinking Kareem Reed.
1: Now you're talking about a guy who is from Mississippi. I don't think that I don't think that Coach Richardson recruited him, and and he went in the first. He went yeah. in the uh, NBA draft. You're about
5: Al Jefferson, right? Yeah. But he was going yeah. yeah. to play with and the back. He wasn't from I thought. Yeah, that, I was, thought that, he that
3: was. was. I was gone. Yeah, Coach was gone.
5: Okay, by
1: then. okay, yeah. okay. he was so,
3: gone.
5: So, but anyway, Coach
1: how, how, did you, sp- how did you spot shooters? How did you know somebody right. when they got to your level, they would shoot as well as they were in high school? Thank you. Well, yeah, you know.
3: You, I think it's it, it's kind of the same way when you go out. And me, the way I scout it is is watching. First of all, the form of you know the form that they take on the shot. They they don't have to make shots to have the right correct forms and and, and the follow throughs and stuff of that nature. You know, you you jot that down and you keep watching. Then then let's say with Pat Bradley, when he, I mean he, I think he hit his first five or six jump shots. And, and back in the day, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't about three points uh, as much as it is, as, as it continues to be. But most of the kids that I had, good forms of shooting the ball. Uh, uh, and I was very blessed, I thought, because when, you, when the style, is, if, if you play my style, that means everybody's got to be able to, it's going to have a chance to be leading score at one point. Because. You know, when you're out trapping and touching balls and trying to get cheap baskets, and then, you know, if you can get to the rim and and get your fouls and you can make free throws, uh, you know, you'd be surprised how many guys can average nine, 10, 10 points a game. Uh, Especially if you got a guy that can can shoot at least 40%, you know, you can take 10 shots and make four of them. If you can take 10 shots and make four from the three point line, they really been doing pretty well. We were very fortunate. Be able to get kids who had that form and and was able to, you know, and then you got to unlock it, release. Uh, sometimes we as coaches kind of t- take the the guy, and, and, and I'm guilty of that at times. When I was starting to coach, is locking down, and once you lock a good shooter down, it's hard for him to realize and get back into the groove. So you kind of have to keep an eye on. How, 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 how far you let him go? I, I had, well, you know, there's some guys that green light, some had red light. This, this one here, you know, you don't shoot from here, <laughs> but you can shoot from here, you know, if you can get there. But, uh, you know, today guys are just come down the floor and they just letting it go from 40 feet out. It's, just, it's just, a routine layup uh, from what they think. So, shooting basketball is, is, is something that that is already taught. For us, unconcerned. No, that we appreciate you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thanks coach, we're okay. out of time. Thank you, coach.
2: Never have enough time with Coach Richardson. Thanks All to right. Slim Chickens.